0: You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. It is the Oz Network. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas in November the 30th. It's one day early, but we're here for Christmas month 2023. This year it is a month that I think we were meant to do two years ago from memory, and we didn't. Um, So last year we did do either. Best of. Best ofs. So this is the first time we've actually done a new Christmas month, I think, in like three years, four years. So it's been a while. We We haven't been very festive. No, we haven't. So we're making that up by bringing you murder and death (laughs) and snowmen. Monsters. Biting heads off and antifreeze and (laughs) (laughs) Shannon Elizabeth. uh, (laughs) Naked. Oh, I've seen her in like two movies and both times she's naked. So (laughs) I just think it's a Shannon Elizabeth thing. Uh, We're here to do the 1997 film, Jack Frost. There is no Michael Keaton in this one. There is no stupid little boys and other people because we're here for the... is there? Well, maybe. But horror movie and uh, a direct-to-video movie written and directed by the esteemed Michael Cooney, starring the esteemed Scott McDonald and the late, great, nearly Han Solo, Christopher Alport. Um, what? didn't you? Oh, oh fun story. The trivia I was reading about Chris for Alport here. Um and I ain't saying this right now, this movie's a fucking blast. Uh, my name is
1: Ben, and I hope somebody remembered to put out the cat. And my name is Colin, and when I was a little girl, I always wanted to be the angel <laughs> on the top of the Christmas tree. I was gonna go for that one. Or I was either gonna go, Wow, there's an ambulance. Um
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, This movie, I shouldn't say, hello, we're doing these in like an hour. We're doing the hour time limit, so we'll be breathing through these. But uh, anti-freezing through these, maybe. Um, But I didn't know what to think of this film. I think when we did the Michael Keat one a few years ago, this one popped up as a potential. Maybe this is what kind of set the bar high for us doing a horror month or when we did Santa's Slay or something like this. I don't know if it was this one where you kind of alluded to that, like, oh, I hope this is a bit like Santa's Slay and just kind of like mm-hmm. dumb and silly and slasher fun. This is like Santa's Slay. This movie's <laughs> amazing. It's so bad. It's good. Like, it's, it's cheap. It's got terrible effects. It's not scary, but it's got, like, hilarious just, like, one-liners. The special effects make it brilliant. The acting is so over the top and hammy and ridiculous. Everyone knows what they're doing in this film. I love this movie, Colin. This is so much fun.
1: Uh, I mean, to me, this is Santa sleighs on a budget. Um, mm. it, and it's it's fair. It's not going to be... Nothing's going to be at the level of Santa sleighs. That's the Citizen Kane of uh, straight-to-video <laughs> horror Christmas film, strange Christmas uh, movies. <laughs> but I mean, I was kind of worried that this would be like... Uh, I I'll, I'll, I'll guess I'll give not my backstory with this movie, but backstory with movies of this type, this genre. Uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but as a teenager... Sometimes you'd go to the video store if you're on, you know, vacation or uh, weekend or something like that. And you just rent like a bunch of cheap movies. They used to always have like 10 movies for 10 days for $10. And I remember like on summer break, my brother had a friend who uh, uh, had moved away from Winnipeg. And then he would come back here for like a week or two at a time. And I I think it was one of those times where they're like, let's rent a bunch of like bad horror movies. And so we just went out to find like the worst looking horror movies ever. Uh, one of which was called Uncle Sam Wants You Dead. One was called cute, Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers. One of which was called The Severed Arm. And it was hit It was hit and miss. Sometimes you get these movies and you're like, wow, it's taking itself so seriously. I kind of wanted something fun like this. Every once in a while you'd get a movie like Jack Frost, but most of the time they don't live up to the hype of the video cover. You know, This is a movie that kind of lives up to the hype of the video cover. I mean, the effects are so bad, but I think they knew they were bad that they just decided to have fun with it.
0: Uh, my dad and I used to, I've told the story that dad and I used to do that with like the, um you know, King Cobra versus Crocosaurus and like, you know, we'd always get like the giant creature feature ones where, you know, what was, what's the name of that company that makes them all? And they, Asylum. Asylum. And they literally use like a recycled shot of a shark swimming at the camera a hundred times to make you yeah. think that it's the same one. um And what's it, Shark, the one where the shark jumps up and bites like a 747 out of the sky? Like it's brilliant. But um, no, I, I would always see kind of movies like this. I, rem- I remember as a kid, like you'd go to the video store and yeah, similar thing. Like you would do the weekly rentals. Like I think for us, it was like five for $7 or something along those lines. But I remember there were the two areas which like as a, like a certain age you'd look at and go, Ooh, I'm being a bit naughty because I'm not meant to be in those areas, the adult section and the horror section. And they used to kind of be next to each other. It was kind of in the back corner of the video store And you'd always kind of, I'd always look at these like horror film things. And I've never been into horror. It's never really been my genre. I've only ever seen a few over the years. And it's just not really been something that I've gone out of my way to watch. But you would always look at these covers of like deformed figures and scary things. And, you know, what was it? Miniature cannibals who eat your brain or something like that. Like, you know, and you're like, oh, I wonder what that's like. Um, But this is a cover, which, you know, sums it up. Um, Yeah, obviously we're doing these in an hour. So we're going to breeze through these, but... Um, so Christopher Alport, uh, sadly no longer with us. I, I like this guy. Like I thought he was great in this film. And who uh, was he, he?
1: Was he the sheriff? He's
0: a sheriff. And so I looked oh, him okay. up, died in an avalanche accident in like 2008. He was, he was
1: in a few things. Oh like, no, that was no avalanche accent. That was Jack <laughs> Frost. He was in
0: the sequel to this, uh, but he was in the X-Files. He's been in ER, Felicity, Mad Men, Brothers and Sisters. Mad- but, uh, he apparently auditioned for Han Solo. Uh, it says on his Wikipedia page, that him and Amy Irving auditioned for the role of Han Solo and Princess Leia, but neither got the part as both went to Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher. So nearly uh, Han Solo here. Um, Alternate universe. But like, uh, yeah, Harrison
1: (laughs) Ford could have been the sheriff stopping Jack Frost with antifreeze. Could
0: have been, could have been. Uh, But I think this is, uh, when you look up a lot, and there's not a whole lot on this movie. But uh, the director, Michael Cooney, has sort of talked about, he went on to do a couple of other sort of slightly bigger budget films. And he made jokes and references about the fact, like, yeah, the budget on this was so small (laughs) that, like, the catering budget on most of my movies after this was more than this film. Um, Yeah. But, like, that's kind of the endearing nature of this movie is, like, you can tell this is made on nothing. But they've done it in a way, like, yeah, the special effects are bad, but... I've seen movies that a bigger budget with bet, worse special effects that make it, like, hard to watch. I mean, I love Die Another Day, but I'm sorry. The uh, <laughs> the wind kite surfing scene is cringy and hard to watch more so than anything in this film. There you go, Ben Waterworth. The, po-
1: the post-credits post-credit scene in the Marvels is definitely worse to look at than this snowman. <laughs> disparaging,
0: uh, disparaging Die Another Day, Ben Waterworth. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, just even – we'll get straight into it unless you've got anything else to add. But Shannon Elizabeth, too, we should mention, this is her big screen debut. Um, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I think most teenage boys know her from American Pie. Um, I certainly She's did. She's gone on to so many other things
1: outside of that.
0: Did she not go into, like, um, like? didn't she go into a lot of those parody movies, like the epic movies and the those sort of movies? Uh, she was in she, Scary I, Movie, of course. Um, yeah,
1: like, she basically made a career off of those type of American pie type movies. Um, I, I remember she was in one of the Jane Silent Bob movies. I guess, and Love Actually is probably oh, one yeah. of the only other big movies she did, but even True. that was probably considered a cameo, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, I think like the thing I I genuinely like Shannon Elizabeth and not, I mean, she's very attractive, don't get me wrong, but I think that um, she was a, a Bond girl, technically, in what, James, what? James Bond 007, Everything or Nothing. She was a voice of one of the Bond oh, girls. Oh, voice, yeah. Um, but... I I appreciate someone like that who kind of just they've had a career which maybe some people would bag out like oh they're just the hot <laughs> girl uh they're just the one who gets their boobs out like but she kind of just is like yeah that's me that's like I'm not a very good actor yeah. like this is what I got and I appreciated it I made money off it and this is my career like I think she's recently been on like podcasts and like she it was kind of one of those things of like what happened to Shannon Elizabeth but I feel like she's maybe she's got a YouTube channel or a podcast or something. She's been in the media, I think a little bit this year about sort of the return of Shannon Elizabeth. And she's just like lived up to kind of what she did. So, and I appreciate that about her. Yeah. yeah,
1: I, I've grown to appreciate a lot of actors that uh, are probably looked down on for their role choices. Like, and I think it probably a lot of it comes from Nicholas Cage. Like everybody mm. criticized Nicholas Cage. You see now that Nicholas Cage is sort of back on the top of the world. He's picking the exact same type of movies he did before. They just have better directors attached to them. Like, I don't think Nicolas Cage cared. He just like, this sounds like a crazy movie. I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of actors like that. Like, y- you watch a lot of these Hallmark movies and people are like, oh, look at this person. They're only making a Hallmark movie now. Yeah, but they're making like 10 Hallmark movies a year and probably pulling down, you know, $10 million a year for doing Hallmark uh, uh, content. Uh, a lot of these like straight to video actors now, um, The, the it, you find something, you've got an audience, just go with it. Why not? You know, so yeah, I could appreciate that. I don't think that she ever really had the heights where she could capitalize on much more. But the fact is we're 20 years later and we're still talking about her. Yeah. So she's still significant. She's still remembered. And she went into
0: poker, got quite well in the world poker store, tour, apparently, and also is a big spokesperson for like animal rights. So she's done a little bit outside of things there as well. Um, she was, uh, <laughs> so she did um, in Amer- America, did a version of thank God you're here, which was an Australian TV show. Quite funny. Like it's kind of, I'd, I'd sort of, Thank God you're here. Sort of like a whose line is it anyway? It's kind of basically mm. you get a like an actor or a sort of a comedian, and you shove them into a situation where they walk through a door. They don't know what it's going to be, and it's all improv. So, and the people in the thing go, "Thank God you're here!" And it's like maybe a set. It's like a a ski resort, and they've you know just got to react to these actors and everything. But apparently, she was in an episode with Tom Green uh so oh that would have been
1: <laughs> I, I, also i th- there's no link on wikipedia but apparently in 2009 she hosted a show called live nude comedy mm. um but we're it's, covering that soon <laughs> but I mean,
0: at the end of the day like it's 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 not one of the, it's not like Halle berry like she gets paid like a million dollars to show her boobs in one movie like you kind of expect shannon elizabeth to be nude in every movie she's in right like i mean yeah i've what three movies i've seen her in this naked <laughs> america pie naked uh scary movie bra and panties. Um, like, mm. It's kind of what she's, you, you see Shannon Elizabeth when She getting her clothes off. Anyway, no disparaging. Of I, I, Elizabeth.
1: I, I don't want to dwell too much on Shannon Elizabeth here. Oh, um, fuck, we're 11 uh, minutes in <laughs> Shannon Elizabeth. <laughs> the, the Shannon Elizabeth month here on the Oz network. But uh, I, I think we should address the fact like that American pie scene is not exactly considered like, you know, appropriate nowadays. It's, it's, I, I'm surprised they haven't like pulled it from release or whatever. I do find that a lot of people try to uh, not get down on her be like, Oh, the poor thing that she was for. She's not a real person. Yeah. She was an actor doing this. And there, there are people who legitimately treat it like she was wrong. This is a sex crime. It's like, to the character, she is a real prison. They didn't film Shannon... Chandel- I mean, maybe it is. It's is like that line in Bowfinger. You know, Shannon Elizabeth didn't even know she was in that pie movie until two years later.
0: Oh, funny. Yeah, and, and no one ever talks about an American pie. Um, That pie got raped. That pie didn't consent. Did. You know, did That's- that... Yeah? You froze there for a second. Oh. Well, I'm back. <laughs> Good. Um, I guess we're not editing that out. That's funny. Um, But yeah, no, that... <laughs> Back to my joke, that pie got <laughs> raped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, um, that, that's the worst time for Colin to cut out. Um, a slight a <laughs> pie rape have, joke. Ben
1: was like sweating there. He's like, Listen, Colin is the one person who's stuck by me despite all the things I've said, and now he's gone. Yeah, exactly. Ben gets cancelled because Colin finally <laughs> hung up. Nope.
0: I've had it with your rape jokes, Ben. A pie rape joke is too far. No, that's one too far. No, pies are living... Beings, hmm. what? I don't know where I'm going with that. Um. Anyway, all right. So, uh, I like the beginning of this movie. That kind of I'm surprised they didn't make a prequel to this movie. I know they made a sequel to it, which I think we need to watch mm-hmm. at some point. But, um, I mean, this prequel, you've kind of got like some man telling a little girl with, about a story, and apparently the voice. These are two. Like, I think the um, the like, director, the director, and then I think the woman is the sheriff, like assistant in the, yeah, the office. The, which, the one who just writes down, someone died. Which, like, seriously, like, I thought this was like a man, because it sounds like a man doing like a little girl's voice going, yes, I'd like to hear more about this story. <laughs> um, but like this whole like opening of this, where you learn about this serial killer, Jack Frost, again, this is a prequel. This guy's like chopping limbs off, putting them in pies. Yeah. And I'm going, I'm watching this while I'm starting to eat my dinner, going like, oh God, should I be eating food here? <laughs> this movie's going to be pretty gory. Like, I mean, okay. Um, but we find out, yes, about Jack Frost, this serial killer has been going around the country, killing everybody, but he finally got caught in a small little country town, which is, I believe in Colorado, because the number plates say Colorado. Um, and then we sort of, uh, just happens to be, this story has been told on the night that he's getting executed. This is like the middle-aged gay man club, I mean, like, oh, we <laughs> happen to be recording today? Like, I mean, <laughs> what are the odds? Um, so they're driving through this Terrible snowstorm, um, which, yeah, I just again, the effects of this movie is literally, let's put you in a box that looks like a car. We're going to put let, snow things. We're going <laughs> to shake the car a little bit and blow, like, potato flakes into it while you constantly, like, wipe the window, basically. Uh, yeah. Then, then we cut into the back and we meet Jack Frost, uh, who Scott McDonald? Is he a thing? Like, is this guy like a horror actor or something? Like, I see he's been in Star Trek and he's been in, like HBO shows, but I mean, this is—he's fun. Like, he's good at this role. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I'm assuming he's got to be some sort of person that's done things.
1: Like, he was in Jarhead, uh, apparently. Water. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at his filmography f- f- here. Uh, Three Ninjas Knuckle Up. He had done two years prior to this. Really hadn't done much prior to this, and uh, he was also since in this. Uh- it's, and the X-Files. He was <laughs> He was in the Call of the Wild with Harrison Ford, the real Han Solo. He was in uh, Friday. something. Uh, something. <laughs> he played Eddie. He was Henry uh, in the episode <laughs> Come Lie With Me.
0: Uh, he was in Dexter. Um, I mean, he's been in a few things. He's done a lot of video game voices. He's in L.A. Noir, That's a great video game. Um, there you go. Into the Matrix. Uh, so he, he's been around a bit. He's obviously, uh, he, he'd be a guy to go to conventions, wouldn't he? You'd meet him at a convention. Yeah. You know, there'd be a little Scott he, He'd McDonald's. be a
1: guy to get on the show. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, why not? But I mean, I love this <laughs> just like moment when he's here and he's like, you got a cigarette or something like that. And it's like, no, fuck you, Jack Frost. You're not getting a cigarette. One thing that they play hard and loose with in this film is the swearing. Because like there are moments in this film where they're they're happy to drop the F-bomb. But then all of a sudden, like when uh, any of them like will say something, they go like, "Oh gosh, golly, gee!" Like it's kind of like, <laughs> is that deliberate? Because they're in like small town Colorado where they don't swear, but like it's probably just, yeah. It's a bit weird that every now and then you think like, "Well, that, that should be an f bomb." But um, Scott McDonald's going you know, he's got a scar on his face and all this sort of stuff. And eventually, we're going to see him. He's killed this other prisoner. Um, somebody just happens to be transporting um, high grade chemicals throughout. <laughs> rural colorado on
1: whatever let's let's get specific the label on it says genetic research caution acidic solution which basically very
0: specific which we're going to find out this is basically uh, a solution to help in uh, a post-nuclear apocalypse um (laughs) (laughs) which but is it implied that this is deliberate then because he kind of says later on because i think it's the same guy as the driver right the same the chemical guy i think it's the same guy and he's basically like, oh, yeah, we experimented on Jack Frost. So, like, I, I kind of imply later on that this was done deliberately, no?
1: No, I, cause I thought there was a line where they said, uh, well, your, your experiment worked, too bad it was on the wrong person or something right, like okay. that. So I think they, they're probably preparing to do this experiment, and they're like, ooh, happy accident.
0: Uh, okay, well, there you go, happy accident, because they crash, and great budget effects, when all you just see is like, <laughs> we just do that with our webcams and we can get a better effect out of it. That's the kill fill effect when I just shook the camera and I told everybody, yeah. like, move. Oh, there's an explosion. Uh, but it's hilarious. Um, and then we're going to see that good old Jack Frost is uh, out of the thing. He's out of the chains and he's all, like, bagging out one of the two, like, wardens or something. Of course, the black warden dies, racist. Um, you, you know, the white one survives. Um, so he's there and he's basically all, like, Oh, like, I'm going to kill you, random prison guard man. And then all of a sudden uh, we see the uh, chemical truck explode. And we get, like, the great thing I like about this movie, about many things, is just the cheesy one-liners. And then Scott (laughs) McDonald's like, this is going to hurt um and then like just gets coated in all this acid and then we just get this amazing like terribly dodgy scene of him like ah like he's burning cut back to the guy with the gun ah. cut back to his half skeleton ah cut back to him he's just like melting into the snow and then you see like the dodgy snow effects which i think i read on the budget this was filmed in like the summer so they've just gotten blankets and made it look like snow and you just like you literally see like this sheet of like a quilt and somebody's underneath yeah. it with their hands going, like, with, like, red paint on it. And they're all like like, uh, which is just funny. So, oh, no, Jack Frost has been, like, uh, turned into this liquefied uh, horror monster. Uh, meanwhile, we're going to meet the sheriff for the first time. He's driving with his family, and he's looking at the time because he knows at midnight Jack Frost is going to be executed. We see the flashback of when he caught Jack Frost, which... I mean, it's really weird. He's just like driving along and he's pulled him over. And I like this kind of standoff. And he's like, hey, you, what are you doing here? Oh, nothing. I want your license. Okay. Go, <laughs> no, don't go near the car. Well, what do you want, officer? Near the car or license? You can't have both. Uh, <laughs> which is just, you know, it's cheesy over the top. And we see these flashbacks. He's having nightmares of old Jack Frost. Like, I'm going to get you, Sheriff. I'm going to kill your family. I'm going to do all this. Um... But he's all happy now, the sheriff, because clearly this is over and done with. The little boy, which he's terrible. But, like, I can excuse this little boy because this is a movie that, again, is, like, over the top and terrible. Like, to me, he's yeah. acting fits in this movie. Like, because everybody's yeah. acting like this little boy. So, like, I love it when they're driving past, like, the, the crime scene here. And, like, the little boy is like, wow, there's an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> I want that on a T-shirt. Um, and like And look, there's a rock and a tree. <laughs> and like this sheriff, like they're driving along, and he's the freaking town sheriff, and they're like, dude, what's going on here? Officers, move along, this is a federal case. And he's all like, But I'm the sheriff. Move along. Okay. And he just keeps driving. He's so polite. Um, we get to our small town here, and basically uh they've got like a snowman festival, and Shannon Elizabeth's trying to peek underneath it. Don't look at that one, don't look at that one. Um, we meet the storekeeper who wants to give everybody 20% off uh, <laughs> Like, does this guy ever do business? Like, everyone's getting a discount. Um,
1: well, this, is, this is like the flash sale. I got to get rid of these these 100 bags of salt that I purchased and have no use for. It's like the, um, I don't know if you remember, you don't mess
0: with the Zohan, where they've got all like the, they all run those electronic stores in New York. And they're like, oh, you're going out of business. Yeah. Like, oh no, we always put that on the door. We're not going out of business, yeah. but people think we are. <laughs> so they always come in and shop, which again, you go to New York, <laughs> see that all the time. Um, mm-hmm. And we meet like, Horny teenage boy making a boobed um, uh, snow woman to which Shannon Elizabeth comes up and he's all like, Oh, it's not you. And they start like both fondling the snow boob. (laughs) Snow rape. Poor, poor, uh, the snow woman didn't consent here. Snow fondling. Um, Cancel Jack Frost. Um, (laughs) But like, again, is it like implied that? these two have hooked up before or like, because he's kind of all like, Oh gosh, golly gee, Shannon Elizabeth. I don't know what to do. But then (laughs) later on, they're getting naked in front of each other. Um, So the sheriff goes back to the, um, the sheriff house, the the police station, (laughs) the
1: sheriff house,
0: (laughs) where they do sheriff. Where do you live?
1: What's your address? (laughs) Sheriff's house at sheriff's house lane.
0: (laughs) I work at the sheriff (laughs) office. Um, <laughs> sheriff house. Line. It's a small town. They all know where it is. Um, uh, so we meet the the the
1: sheriff house woman. Don't <laughs> <laughs> even wife. sheriff house woman. Sheriff house boy. <laughs> sheriff house dog. There it is.
0: Um, and then somebody's died so they go and meet the old man he's frozen I love one of these like sheriff assistants who's just like the one who's later on is eating pez when the woman's like uh, yeah she, he's funny he just doesn't give a shit so they're all like oh we've never had a murder here before like what do we do and he constantly keeps calling up like Oh, call the doctor, like the the M.E. guy who's always funny. He's like, oh, well, the C3 vertebrae was snapped, but this, that, and everything else. This is where we get the sheriff call up the FBI, and it's like, hmm, just to call up FBI guy. Did uh, Jack Frost really die? Yes, Jack Frost really died. Okay, thanks for calling. And he's like, phew, uh, would this not be like on the news if like serial killer killed like 20 people across like 15 state lines? That would be like
1: CNN breaking news. His execution was expected twelve hours ago. Isn't something really So, uh, what's the report on Jack Frost's execution? Uh he never made it here.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I remember when um, Eileen Warnos, the, the one the, that Charlie Saron did the movie mm. Monster on, I remember when she got executed. That was like global news. Or when um, yeah. the what's his face, um, the guy did the Oklahoma City bombings. Like when you got these like prominent uh, people, like you know, it's it's making the news. Um, so anyway, old man Rivers in the chair here. Um, they, I love how like they go from, oh, let's not tell anybody to town panic. Um, everybody knows, um, should mention that little shit boy here, uh, which again is a real blink and you miss moment, but is obviously maybe the most important plot line of this entire movie goes to give his dad oatmeal. And as the, uh, sheriff like gets out of his car, he throws it in the bin. Like, Oh, little Johnny's a good cook. And then he goes and looks at me and goes, oh, little Johnny, I'll keep that and put it in my car. Like, it's literally at the time you're thinking, like, what's the point of this? But then obviously, like, later on. And now I've got it. like, I want to bring this up now. Like, if this kid is putting antifreeze in your oatmeal for your parents' snacks, like, I'm keeping an eye on this. Like, he really is running over heads and decapitating people. Like, antifreeze in your oatmeal? Like, this kid's a murderer. You're muted, boomer.
1: All right. The, the very last note I made on this entire movie is that this kid is going to prison this, one day. It has nothing to do with Jack Frost. It's so like, like uh, what, who is this kid? Um, <laughs>
0: so anyway, that was a, a little important moment. Um, speaking of the little kid though, he's off, uh, building a, well, he sees this snowman cause it, that's this random snowman's appearing in places, um, to which he goes and puts like a carrot on his head. And you see the teeth coming out of uh, Jack Frost for the first time. And oh, this kid's going to die. But then you got a bunch of bullies who show up and they're all like, oh, are you as deaf as well as butt ugly? And they're all like, get out of the way. This is like Black Frost Run. And then all of a sudden, um, one of these kids gets tripped over and decapitated by a (laughs) uh, sled, which to show the terrible effects of this movie, it happens off camera and then you just see like a fake head rolling down the thing with no blood. I didn't realize when you decapitate (laughs) someone, there's really no blood at all. Um, And then the whole town's, like, blaming little Johnny here. Rightfully so. He's putting antifreeze in people's oatmeal. Uh, (laughs) I'm blaming this kid, too, if this is what he's known for. Um, And I kind of, like, I get it. Like, oh, I mean, is this really the only person in this movie who's, like, a dick who gets their comeuppance? In like, I've seen enough horror movies and slasher films that, you know, you've always got to have the asshole get their comeuppance. But, like, outside of, like, this kid, everybody else is, like, the mourning family of this kid, the horny teenagers, I guess maybe the evil FBI guy and the evil scientist probably deserve to die. Um, But like, this is kind of the only real person here that you would argue maybe deserves to die. Uh, But anyway, the town folk are all up in arms. They're going to like a um, town meeting now. And is this where I think where they put it under curfew? I mean, again, for a small little town that never, nobody ever dies. Um, They like all of a sudden have had two murders in the space of whatever. I do like there's this bit where though, when the dad's like yelling at the sheriff and it's like, my son's died, and blah blah blah, and your son did it. And then I love the sheriff, turns around and he goes, he says something like, "Billy is two feet uh, taller than him." And then you hear somebody in the background going, "Not anymore, is it?" <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he got catched. It's like that's a bit mean. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just like, and this is why this movie's so good because you just have random little things. And this is where like the um, oh, you got the priest. He's like, "Like, oh, pray for our souls. Pray for our souls." And this is a town meeting and the the storekeeper owner, oh, 20% off ammo if you need to come defend yourself because <laughs> our sheriff isn't doing anything about it. I mean, fair enough, as we're going to find out later on, this sheriff has one gun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I'm going to be selling it too. Um, so um, then you got the sheriff is all like looking at his notes and like, oh, here are all my handwritten notes from jail about Jack Frost trying to come after me. And then he's coming over to sell salt. And this is when the, the family uh, of the, the kid who just got decapitated get murdered. So the dad gets a, a axe down his throat. The mum gets turned into a Christmas tree um, because why not? Um, again, the effects of that is just like her, like, ah, cut away. Ah, a bit more blood. Ah, a bit more blood. Ah, now she's on the tree. Um, so funny. Um, and then the, uh, FBI show up, he's like, Oh, get me that asshole on the phone. Who are you? The asshole. Um, and he's all like, Oh, I can't tell you what's going on, but we're here with the task force and we're here to protect your town. Um, which sure. Um, is this where the other, oh no, they go, this is where they had the town hall meeting and you got the priest putting on the burner um this is where the other sheriff gets killed because he goes off to like protect um the sheriff's wife and he gets like run over by a car uh the sheriff and the sheriff's wife have an issue with their plumbing which is important to the plot apparently um and we'll cut it just before shannon elizabeth and the guy are about to have sex and that's basically well more than half of the movie
1: uh, yeah, just just to illustrate to people how low-budget this movie is. Snowman effects aside, flipping car aside, Jack Frost's prisoner number that's on his outfit there is hand-drawn on a piece of masking tape. I'm no. not even joking. If you look that. at it, they literally put a piece of masking tape and somebody's drawn, what, 3174986. Um, it's hilarious. Uh, and yeah, the, the way that the, the car sort of flips and everything just by turning the camera... And, also, like, I wonder that this snowstorm that they have. Like these wipers, this looks like a car out of like the 1920s because <laughs> the wipers <laughs> only cover, like the t- yeah, it's like the the side to side thing. But they only cover about six inches of the windshield. And you got the two guys huddled together. Um, so there, there was a weird line where the the kid was talking about uh, Jack Frost being caught, and he's like, "My dad's a hero," and then he was, "No, I was just in the right place at the wrong time." <laughs> Uh, now, I guess that line's supposed to be because he's like he's haunted by the stuff. But like, right place at the wrong time implies that you wish Jack Frost hadn't been caught. Like, I get that you like you're haunted by this guy, but right place at the wrong time, I shouldn't have been there. Um, yeah, yeah. This this oatmeal thing. Okay, so this is where I'm going to get a bit of a sidebar here. So Casper has developed a full fledged obsession with oatmeal. Um, he talks about it day and night. Now he refuses to eat it. But all he wants to do is ask people, do you like oatmeal? Uh, and he gets very specific. He started uh, t- there, There's a type of oats we got for free. Somebody gave them to us. It's Bob's Red Mill, which is like one of the more expensive oatmeal brands. And he started just looking up videos on YouTube of people w- w- you know, eating Bob's Red Mill, or cooking Bob's Red Mill oatmeal. He started asking me for Christmas for Christmas. Can we have Bob's Red Mill steel cut oats like he's so specific with his love for oatmeal? And we went to school for like a parent teacher thing. And the teacher showed us like, I gave him a task of making a book and he made a book, which I have right here called, I don't think you read that the oatmeal hunt. And it starts with today. One, the boy named Casper to go is oatmeal hunt said (laughs) Casper. (laughs) He writes like me. He does. Second page. Casper walked. (laughs) He's leaving the house. Day two. The smell is overnight oats. What's that smell? He's tracking the smell of overnight oats. Then they get to mommy's farm. Mommy's fart. Mommy's fart. Maybe that's what it is. They're going up some stairs there. Mommy said, (laughs) quiet
0: with an exclamation mark. Yeah, because she knows that when daddy's at work, mommy's got friends over.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This one, day three, it looks like he wrote Alzheimer's. I don't (laughs) know what that is. Daddy has Alzheimer's. (laughs) Ah, mommy screamed. Chuck, Chuck. Uh, (laughs) Oh, we need to turn this into a radio play. The following page says, then on to tornado. Uh, (laughs) So a tornado happened. Wow, this got dark. (laughs) Day four, Casper run. You see him running from a tornado. (laughs) He's running, 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 run. And there's an arrow pointing which direction to run. (laughs) Uh, There's an up arrow. Apparently they want him to go up. Um, this is my favorite page Day 5, 6, and 7 It's literally just him and Jamie standing there doing nothing <laughs> So they ran and stood for 5 days Then there is Casper Sitting on top of a house and it says 4 plus 1 equals 5 um, <laughs> Day 8 Casper, quick, mom said I guess they're still trying to escape Day 9, Casper is leaving uh, And then the final page Day 10, Casper is running again uh, so Got he never s- found the oats, but he loves oatmeal. He loves anything about any oatmeal except eating it.
0: Plot of that makes more sense than cats. So um, <laughs> makes more sense to kill Phil. Um was it Bob's redheaded overnight oats? Bob's Bob's Red Mill Steel Cut Oats. Oh, is that the official sponsor of the uh, Oz Network?
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, today he saw that we had some Quaker Oats and he very much wanted me to make Quaker Oats in a pot. And apparently the same thing at school. He tells them how to make it.
0: I'm just scared for you if he ever does make you oatmeal after having seen this movie.
1: Uh, Never show him this movie is the the lesson learned. Um, Yeah, so I I, I hear about oatmeal. uh, I'd say 50% of the day I'm hearing about oatmeal from Casper. Uh, Yeah, so... um, the uh, the snowman building competition, like, again, low budget of this movie, these things don't even look like styrofoam. I don't even know what they are. Uh, it, it's it's basically like a giant ball. None of it looks like real snow. But I love how they're talking about, like, th- this guy, I think it's this shopkeeper guy, he's he's telling the sheriff, it's like, so, did you uh have a lot of shoveling to do this morning on the, the sheriff's house driveway? And then he's like, oh, yeah, I was up at 6 a.m. I'm looking around. There's no snow on the ground. Where is this snow coming from that they shoveled at 6 a.m.? Um, I, I love the, the all the sheriff's crew, especially the, the lady at the desk who does the voiceover at the beginning. It's like, do I have any messages? She just writes big capital letters. Someone died. <laughs> That's the message. Um, and then also when this uh, the, the kid goes outside and he builds a snowman, uh, which I don't know how he built that snowman. Because when you're building a snowman, you got to be able to lift like the, the, the headpiece or whatever, or the body piece on top of the lower half. And this headpiece... Has got a weighable 300 but he, pounds but he didn't. The
0: snow. He didn't build a snowman. That's Jack Frost. Jack Frost has formed. Oh, himself.
1: the snowman yep. was already outside. Okay, yep. I got it. Yep. Um uh yeah, so so this kid uh dresses up the snowman, uh, and then of course when the when the guy dies, I just love who's like, I didn't do it. Like the first yeah. thing he's worried about <laughs> is like I gotta come up with my alibi. It's like a
0: ten year old seeing a kid decapitated in front of him. I didn't do it. These kids yeah, these kids I- are murderer.
1: Exactly, because there's almost no reaction. There's barely reaction from like even the dad who's like, "My son's died," yeah. like that. That's all, oh, my sons are dead. This is not good, sheriff. He goes, "Well, well, let's just all calm down here. Death <laughs> happens. It's a small town." Um, but this snowman building competition, like, th- th- my probably the the funniest part of this entire movie is uh, it's it's a the reoccurring joke they have with uh, like, how do you tell the difference between a boy snowman and a girl snowman? <laughs> the boys want to have snowballs. <laughs> um. But the best part is this lady, which was my opening line. When I was a little girl, I always wanted to be the angel on top of the Christmas tree. And there's that guy who's just standing next to her and just goes, good. Yeah. <laughs> just leave it at that. <laughs> um, yeah, like they, they knew they were making a low budget movie. They're like, we, we got to make the ground up somehow. So let's make it up with a little bit of humor. Um, The death scenes, the, the, the death by axe down the throat or whatever you don't even see anything. I, I do love, I think my favorite death in the movie though, is this lady who yeah. becomes the Christmas tree because you have them like the, the, the clear, like white glove of a snowman. That's just mashing her face down. And then every time the face comes up, they've just glued a couple extra pieces yeah. of ornament glass onto her face. Um, it's still pretty violent. If, if you use an imagination it's pretty violent. It I reminds
0: guess. me of, uh, there's a, uh, again, you didn't watch all the way through Nip Tuck, but there's in season five, there's this, this, Very strange storyline, which I won't go into details, but basically a woman murders a man by turning him into a teddy bear. So she (laughs) stuffs him, like puts like a bear stuffing tube down this guy's throat and like fills him up so much with stuff. Build-a-bear style. Build-a-bear style and then like closes his eyes and puts two like buttons of eyes, like shoves (laughs) them in his eyeballs. It's pretty gruesome, but it kind of reminds me of that.
1: Um, Yeah, I I don't have much else here, at least for the point I think we're up to here, other than uh, the the crazy guy. Okay, well, yeah, because then we do do get this this crazy guy who's just uh, the, the father of the dead boy. Who's just going around attacking snowmen and then he randomly gets punched in the face by some guy. I think it was that's, one of the sheriff's
0: deputies. That's not the father. Because the father of the dead boy is the one who gets the axe down his throat. That's another oh, yeah. random so this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some
1: other random guy in the movie. It's another guy. Yeah. Um, who's just going around punching snowmen and yeah. hitting snowmen because uh, everybody's believing the little boy because he's like the snowman did it yeah sure little boy uh the snowman also put the antifreeze in the oatmeal <laughs> uh but yeah we're about to get to the, the i guess the real best best death scene of the movie is about to come up here after the sex scene
0: i i do like though when um before the the parents of the boy die that the the woman that i wanted to be an angel in a tree she's like <laughs> oh john let's put christmas lights up it's like our son was just murdered, woman. Like, I'm yeah. kind of with this guy. Like, I mean, what the hell's going on here? Um, I mean, I guess it's a horror movie trope, right? The the horny teenagers have to die. Um, Yeah. So we have this, this really weird scene of, like, sh- she's, like, grabbing his doodle and they're rumming up against <laughs> each other and they're about to have sex in a kitchen. Um, And then, like, they've got this really weird, like, where they're taking starting to take their clothes off and they're all like, oh, yeah, chicka chicka wow wow. And then all of a sudden she's like, Nah, I'm not that easy. You have to turn on a fire and, like, uh, you know, put on some Barry Manilow and pour some wine. And I'm like, you cock Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know. I know it's, it's consent. And, like, I get that. But, like, don't get to the point where you're about to do this and then go, nah, just kidding. Like, that's just cruel. Uh, <laughs> uh, but this guy's a nice guy. So he's all like, oh, well, I'm going to wine and diner. So he's popping open the wine and. Puts ice in wine? Now, like, I'm not a wine drinker, but even I know you don't put ice in wine. Um, do you? You don't drink alcohol? Does Jamie drink? Is she a wine drinker? No. No. Do you see an alcohol drinker?
1: No. When you're not here she, uh, she, she, she is. puts. Oh God. <laughs> she she puts, but but she puts ice. I I think we talked about this on another episode. She she will. She, we were here when she got angry at me for using a couple of ice cubes when I was sick in a in a giant water bottle. But yeah, she will use. Half of a tray of ice cubes for one cup of water. You guys live in
0: Canada. Can't you just open the door and just like into the thing? Make sure it's not yellow. Um,
1: (laughs) We got the dog outside now. We got to be careful.
0: um, So anyway, uh, the horny boy is going to get killed because uh, reasons. So Jack Frost is in his freezer and then kills him and then... He's dead. And then we get um, a snowman raping a teenage girl. Uh, <laughs> it's a sentence I never thought I'd utter. I think you muted yourself. Uh, I think I'd never utter this sentence on a podcast before. But um, he first of all dangles a carrot in the bath. Oh. To which Shannon Elizabeth is all like, oh, what's going on? No, not Bi- now. Not now, Billy. <laughs> to which she's then like, I thought like this would be kind of like cool way to die. Just snowman like freezing. <laughs> but then like. Full-on snowman raping her, to which he then is all like, ah, was that good for you, honey, or something like that? Like, what? Um, I mean.
1: And, of course, with the effects, you don't see anything other than it looks like he's hugging her very firmly.
0: I, I, like, I want to know if there was, like, if he was in this snowsuit or they've just gotten a prop snowman, they've gotten Shannon Elizabeth naked, and they've gone like, Hey, Shannon Elizabeth, we're going to wrap this around you and we're going to gently thrust it forward and back against the wall. You need to scream in terror and then you are going to die. Um, Which, I mean, very clever camera work. Everything's covered. You don't see Shannon. uh, You will in like two years' time in American Pie if you really want to see her Mm -hmm. boobs. Um, And sure, she's dead. We get a really weird scene of a guy walking past a house waving. Like, who is that guy waving at the house? Like, seeing this teenage girl in the bathroom.
1: Ah!
0: And he's just like, hi, Shannon Elizabeth. And then just like... Oh, you and your snowman fetish. I mean, like, uh, sure, it's a horror movie. I'm sure there are worse things that happen. I mean, I remember Kevin Bacon in Hollow Man raping somebody when he's invisible. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Kevin Bacon didn't. The effects did. Uh, the character Kevin Bacon played.
1: Kevin yeah, Bacon that, doesn't If rape. it was Kevin Bacon, yeah, there would always be consent. Exactly.
0: That man, you, let's be honest, universal consent with Kevin Bacon. He walks into a room, <laughs> everyone consents. Like, it's Kevin Bacon. Like, it's just natural. Doesn't matter what sexuality you are, it's Kevin Bacon. Um. But, yes, yeah, so, and, like, we never, like, later on in the movie when it's all, like, all these people are dead. Poor old Shannon Elizabeth and Kid here in the house. I mean, when do they get discovered?
1: Uh, oh, wait till we get to next week's movie, where there's bodies never discovered. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, but then this is basically kind of from this point on. So there's about half an hour left in this movie, but really from this point on, it just it kind of goes full tilt because this is when we cut back to like yeah. the FBI guy. They keep like dangling things in front of them, like, "Oh, I'm not telling you why we're here. I'm not telling you why you're here. I'm the sheriff, damn it! You're gonna tell me? No, I don't need to tell you jack shit. I'm the." F-. And is this guy actually FBI? Because it kind of implied that he's just a guy pretending to be the FBI, or
1: yeah, because that's never resolved either. Because we know one of this is probably some secret government experiment, because that's what got leaked out. I mean, does the FBI have jurisdiction over that? Probably not. But then
0: he does call in the cavalry because they do show up. Uh, so I guess he is mm. whatever. But um, I love this FBI guy in the back of his ute has kind of got like men in black style guns, uh, which we're going to see, which I think he only ever used. Why is he worried that they've only got one gun in the town yet? He's got like the men in black arsenal in the back of his car. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's a big snowstorm, which is blocking backup showing up. So it's just them. But this is when they discovered the snowman for the first time. So they're all going to like, ah, it's Jack Frost. And they start shooting at him. And I think one gun works, but then he melts back in. And then they're locked in this house. And they're trying to protect themselves, and uh, this is where they get locked in the boiler room. Um, But they're trying to get flooded because Jack Frost can like go under the door and like melt into things. I like the line there at one point when it's like, um, oh my God, is that you, Jack Frost? Well, it ain't fucking Frosty. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like they go out of their way to like give cheesy one liners. And is it the bit where they're in the boiler room and they, they like close the door and they're ready to blow it up? It is That was my opening line. I, to this point, do not understand this one-liner. So he gets the gun. He goes to blow the house up. And rather than saying something like, hasta la vista, baby, or, you know, some cool one-liner like, freeze, motherfucker, or, or what is it? Jaws, smile, you son of a bitch. Like, cheesy one-liner before they shoot them. He says, I hope somebody remembered to put out the cat. Um, (laughs) Implying that there's a poor kitty cat that's getting blown up in this sheriff's house. Um, I'm a bit sad there. Uh, I'm just going to go to the end of the movie here. By the way, so they basically they go think he's dead. Uh, we also learn a bit of a backstory from this mad scientist. So basically, he's conducting experiments in cases a nuclear holocaust to create a an alternate species of mutants. Like it makes no sense, but sure. Um, so uh, at the end of the day, they're kind of just trying to like clean up their own mess. Um, I love this like whole scene when they're like Frost uh, Jack Frost comes back and they've all got the the hand dryers, the hair dryers, and they're like, they're all like cool, like, uh, you know, reservoir dog style, pointing the guns uh, up them to kind of melt them. Um, we think he's dead, but then he's not, and he kills the FBI guy and kind of does a speaking more men in black, kind of takes over the mad scientist's body, and he's a bit all like, you know, Vincent D'Onofrio. I don't have the sound effect, do I? Um, somewhere. Anyway, there we go. Um, and he's walking out, you know, and then he dies. Uh, Jack Frost is then trying to kill the little boy and the, um, the sheriff to which he gets oats thrown on him and because it's got antifreeze in it, his face gets melted off and for some reason this snowman now has blood um, because that was logical. Um, and
1: by the way, that wasn't just oats. That was Bob's Red Mill uh, steel-cut oats.
0: Why does he put it? Doesn't the kid say something like, oh, I thought it would warm you up, Daddy. If this kid was like yeah. four, I would understand it. This He's kid's like, like 12. 12. Like, I mean, little kids do dumb shit like that. Like, I'm sure your kids are dumb enough that they go, Daddy, I put poop in your coffee because I thought it would make it better. Like, little kids would do that. This kid is 12. He's a murderer. Um, yeah. So basically, the rest of this movie is the sheriff going into a house, pouring antifreeze in the back of a truck. He tackles him into the back of this uh, ute, or you call it a truck, um, melts him. There's an arm that kills little Billy, but then, like, I don't know enough about cars and antifreeze. Like, antifreeze obviously isn't like hydraulic acid where it would hurt human skin. Otherwise, this little boy and um, sheriff here are, are absolutely. I do love the bit when the sheriff's like trying to save his son. And it's like he's dunking his... It's almost like he's trying to drown his son. Like, yeah, 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 drown that kid. Um, So it's all like, yay, Jack Frost is dead. Uh, The cavalry show up. And then we see them burying the antifreeze under the ground. To which, uh uh-oh, plot twist, typical horror movie. I've seen enough to realize there's always like that ending of it where you see like, oh, but is he still alive? And clearly he is because there was a sequel. Um, Why don't they just like pour this like
1: into a lake or something (laughs) like that or... I don't know. It's it's all gonna absorb into the ground. Like, well, I think one of the the only plot hole, one of the only plot holes in this movie. Uh, <laughs> weird thing to say, but uh, when the they tackle them, they're they're fighting in the back with the antifreeze. There's antifreeze spilling everywhere. Mm. So you're not gonna collect all. But then they're so meticulous where they're trying to drain it out of the back of the truck into like bottles. Mm. Like I don't understand how any of that's gonna work. Um, it's on their yeah, clothes do you, you, and everything. Like do they have to like wring it's, out their exactly. Clothes? Yeah. I actually just read up the antifreeze is uh, poorly absorbed into the skin. So it makes it highly unlikely to uh, actually be absorbed in the skin. However, it can cause redness and irritation and stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, like if they're showering half of the snowman is just getting washed down the sewer drains. Like we've already seen that you can blow half of his body off and he still just reforms. Like there's no way that he was ever going to die. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so the, uh, but before, before we get to the, the sex scene here, um, the, the the part where he's stealing the car like one of the most hilarious shots in the movie is Jack Frost stealing his car you just get that that one image of him out the window almost waving it's like bye yeah. <laughs> he's like driving off
0: <laughs> that's funny
1: um and then you get the, the the weird thing with the sink where this is at the the, the sheriff's house um where the sink starts leaking obviously is Jack Frost coming in or whatever and um uh the the idea that like they think this is a plumbing thing and they're going under there when when they're trying to fix the plumbing and it's spraying all over the the guy the the, the cop or the sheriff or whatever the overacting of him of Mr. Almost Han solo there as he's getting sprayed by little bits yeah. of water coming out he's like, ah! Ah! <laughs> i love it um yeah this sex scene. this is the cold climate sex um the fact that it took them nine minutes to get undressed on screen because of all the layers they Colin's familiar
0: with this, it seems.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, this is this is every day. Um, but uh, every yeah, every day. Oh, you and Jamie every, have well, been picking it up. <laughs> just getting just getting undressed. Trust me, that is not every day. Probably um, <laughs> not every
0: week. it the only man on the planet who is all like, "Don't imply I have sex every day, Ben." That's yeah, no, yeah. Come on, i have got a
1: reputation here, Ben. <laughs> every other man, but, would be like, uh, "Yeah,
0: five, five times a day, Ben." What are you talking about?
1: I'll agree with you that the one good effect they would have had that was actually kind of scary was when she's in the bathtub and it just slowly starts freezing over and the, the snowflakes start just coming up and like smothering her. Yeah. That part, I was like, Whoa, this is actually kind of disturbing. But then when he picks her up, I mean, I'm glad that they did it because it makes for the, the, the makes for the funniest sex scene in film history. <laughs> um, the, the, the weird hugging is he's like, I don't know if he's supposed to be humping her against the wall, whatever he's doing. Uh, it, it just looks hilarious, and doesn't he, um, he it, drops it, it, the world is not enough. Uh, world
0: is not enough. World is not enough. Line, doesn't he? Because he say, I thought Christmas oh, only came once. Doesn't he? sub it say that like Christmas comes oh, once I don't a remember year that. or something like that. I think he says that. I'm pretty sure he does. I
1: do remember the boyfriend though when uh when the snowman's going after him and he's got the ice pick and he says the lines like, "I know how to use this thing. <laughs> it's an ice pick." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some great one-liners in this movie. Um, uh, especially I, I would think a lot of this is probably just improv because of how fast it is. Like this is all ADR. You you got your your cheesy looking snowman on set that somebody's wobbling back and forth, and then you get whoever it was that plays the snowman. Um, that, that he's just reading lines because some of these are like so quick fly me. Like they, they probably just played the movie and he just read things. Like there's the one where. He comes out and his head is disassembled from his body. He goes, I have a Picasso. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, the, the whole antifreeze and the oatmeal thing is just, wow, like this kid, he would have killed somebody. He's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But if your dad had eaten the oatmeal, he would have yeah, been dead. Exactly. And then everybody would have been dead as a result of that. This kid is the real villain in the movie here. Um, yeah, death by antifreeze. They had to do it somehow. Um, tackling him into the back of the truck like this is... It, It's a hilarious looking effect. Uh, There's so much good stuff in this movie. Again, it's not Santa Slay's level greatness, but uh, it's fantastic. I really got nothing else to add here other than just the the implausibility of let's dump some jugs and then dump it into the earth. Uh, If you want to do anything with this, I mean, boil it off. What if it just evaporates into the atmosphere? I mean, he's not, and then he's going to come back as a giant snowstorm, I guess. There's really no way to kill Jack Frost, which is why I'm excited that there is a Jack Frost too we get to watch. Did you, did you see that there was a plan Jack Frost three though? It
0: was like Jack Frostzilla or something like that. Jack Zilla. Yeah. yeah Jack Zilla. I wish we'd gotten that. Yeah. Which it got canceled because he, the actor died. So, um, but yeah, I'd like, I'd like to say, it cause it's like at a resort or something like that. Isn't it? Like it's, um, mm. I think they're saying like, it's at a resort. So, um, yeah, I mean, it would have been interesting to see the Jack Frost franchise, basically. <laughs> um, the Jack Frost cinematic universe. It, it, it is pretty batshit crazy. But, um, yeah, I think um, reading the the trivia on this, um, so, yeah, the Michael Cooney did the voice at the beginning and Marshall Clark did the the little girl. Um, but, yeah, the whole snow situation was during a drought year with no snow, uh, the temperature got as high as 70
1: degrees. Foam and cotton swabs yep. had to be used as snow. Really? um so i i I wanted to poke a bit of a hole in that because you look up all the filming locations they filmed this in california um Mm. so like how much snow were they expecting but apparently this is filmed in a community where it's like up in the mountains but even if you look up what the climate is there it's like they occasionally get snow like you just rolled the dice this will be one of our years this is one of the snow years we'll get something i um i always like these kind of little small rural towns in like america and canada
0: They just look really cool like so different to our rural towns in australia I do like it. This movie was shot in 18 days. It shows. You think? Um, now, I got there's is two. the funny. So user reviews. I've gone to 10 star because, you know, this movie I think was panned, but it's become a cult favorite. This is the one here uh, from Wizard-8. It's supposed to be bad. Um, this was written on the 8th of December, 1998. Didn't realize IMDb goes back that far. Uh, I'm glad that users, as of this date, who like this movie are now coming forward. I don't understand the people who didn't like this movie. It seems like they were expecting a serious question mark, exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark, treatment. Come on. How the hell can you take the premise of a killer snowman seriously? The filmmakers knew this was a silly premise and yet they didn't try to deny it. The straight face delivery of scenes actually makes it funny. Yes, there are times in the low-budget shows, such as that explosion scene, but I think an expensive look would have taken away from the fun of the movie. So if you like B movies, I agree with that. And the goofy, oh, there's Goofy again. Premise appeals to you, <laughs> then you'll certainly like. Yeah, that, that sums up this movie. Well done, Wizard Dash Eight. You summed yeah. this up. Um, a lot of other people have commented. Uh, plot keywords, though. I mean, I'm I'm open right now to changing our month next year because I've I've found maybe a a, a better one than bolt upright from a from a bed. Um carrot as a penis month. Um, <laughs> can we can we can we look at carrot for a penis month featuring Ah oh, it's only got Jack Frost on it.
1: Ah Aww. Robbed Boo Not even Jack Frost too or Jackzilla.
0: Decapitated Boy Month. Um I'm down. Featuring Jack Frost. Wow, they're, they're not a lot of diversity. Female Re nudity month. Okay. <laughs> I'm a How many Shane Elizabeth films are on there? Attack of Titan. The fall of the house of Usher, killers of the flower moon. Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing some real female nudity in
1: that. And oh, uh, what we really want is the real male nudity that with Brendan Fraser, true. Nyad, uh, is in. Oh, that. I just watched that movie, Nyad. I was going to talk to you about it. Never heard of it. Do you even know about it? No, it's like uh, based on uh, the most famous endurance female endurance swimmer who tried to swim from Cuba to Florida back in the 70s and failed, and then in her 60s. She basically determined, I'm going to do this. It's got Annette Bening and Jodie Foster playing Ooh. her coach slash friend. Oh, it's one a great that, movie. Is yeah.
0: that the one they're talking about Jodie Foster possibly getting an Oscar nomination for? Is that the new Oh, one? I hope so. Yeah. yeah, okay. It's there amazing. All right. Um, uh, we could do reference to a Winfrey Month. Uh, <laughs> the Lost City, Glass Uncreen and Eyes Out Mystery. Nope. And That's My Boy. Cool. Um I'm buying this movie. I'm sorry, but this is fun. I'd watch this again. I, I like. I just. It's short. Uh, it's like ninety minutes, and it's just. You can literally put this on and just. It's just check your brain out of the door. You don't need to really pay attention. You can be doing something. That you can be cooking. You can put this on in the background, and like watch this back to back with Santa's sleigh. Just have some fun. I mean, spoiling next week way more fun than next week's rubbish. Um. So <laughs> yeah, I'm buying oh, this movie.
1: I don't movie. know about that. Um. I see. i have actually, I'm, I'm gone between all three. I'm like, in good conscience, is this a bin worthy movie? But I'm like, no, because I did enjoy watching it. In good conscience, is this a buy worthy movie? No, because I'd rather just watch this free on YouTube as opposed to it watching is free it. On YouTube, you know, by the way, if people want to say it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and they should check it out. But having said that, um, I enjoyed this enough, not at the level of Santa Slays, but if I found this in like a bargain bin at Walmart. I would pick it up just to say I oh, own Jack Frost, 97. So, yeah, I'll go with a buy as Yay. well. It's not like the strongest buy ever, but it's worth it. Which
0: I'm saying right now, I binned Michael Keaton, Jack Frost. You rented Jack. This shit's all over <laughs> Michael Keaton, Jack Frost. I do not like yes, that Yes, this movie. is
1: a superior Jack Frost. This is
0: a superior Jack Frost movie. And uh, I'm, I'm saying right now, more superior than Jack Frost in Santa Claus 3. Um, <laughs> sorry, Martin Short. Um, but uh, there you go. Yeah. Um, Next week, uh, we're, how are we going for time here? Oh, we're nearly under time. Um, next week, Black Christmas. I watched it. I'm saying right now, not a fan. Uh, so <laughs> I'm sorry to disparage your great country's movies making ability, but uh, yes, any thoughts ahead of Black Christmas?
1: Uh, I mean, this is it's not the first slasher movie ever made, but this was the movie that popularized slasher movies in the 70s, and we we basically have every other slasher movie that followed. Uh, has this to thank, and anybody who's not into slasher movies uh, has this movie to blame maybe uh, for it. Uh, I think there's some good things about this movie, uh, especially in comparison to a lot of the other ones, because I actually watched one of the remakes before we recorded this, and I'm like, it is definitely superior to the remake. But uh, uh, yeah, you kind of have to be into this genre to enjoy this. It's not like Jack Frost where it's kind of making fun of it. I will say there is some good humor in this Uh, all-star cast. Oh, there's quite a bit of humor in it sprinkled throughout. Yeah. I'm um, actually in Canadian but.
0: humor uh.
1: <laughs> but uh but no I mean I, I don't think it's all bad. I definitely would if between Jack Frost and this it is a better made movie. But, uh, which one am I going to go back to? Maybe Jack Frost. (laughs) We're giving some endorsements to Jack Frost this week. I
0: think we're going to have a very interesting episode next week. It seems, um, like subscribe, do all the, uh, regular stuff. We've got 24 happening at the moment, uh, a couple of weeks away from Aquaman 2 and Ferrari reviews, uh, amazing race probably happening. Our best of 2023 is also a couple of weeks away. So get excited for that. And, um, do all the stuff we tell you to do at the end of this patron and everything along those lines my name is ben and are you deaf as well as butt ugly
1: and my name is colin and good thanks for downloading this episode of the
0: oz network make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher google Podcasts, or by copying our rss feed into your preferred podcast provider